Before we begin today's episode of Bride to Be, we acknowledge First Nations people as the traditional owners of the lands and waters of Australia. We recognise and pay our respects to elders past and present whose lands were never ceded. Welcome to Bride to Be. I'm Megan. And I'm Taylor Broad. Whether you're planning a wedding, you're in a bridal party, or you're just here for the tea, we're here to walk down the aisle with you. Whatever that may look like. Hey everyone. Hi. We're back again. (laughs) Now, Taze, today we're talking all things photography. Yes. But I've seen your phone background. My wedding photo. Yes. For everyone listening, it is a photo of me with my husband under an umbrella looking over the beautiful hinterlands and it's in black and white and it's probably my most favourite photo. Yeah, it's very beautiful. Who was your photographer? I had Joey and Jace. Okay. And for me... I know this might sound a little crazy, but I wanted, like, the preference was photographer over venue or date. Wow. Like, I loved their work that much that I was like, the venue, you're not, like, if you have a good photographer, they can make a venue look good. Yeah, totally. That's not the priority. Mm -hmm. Chapel, gorgeous, that meant a lot to me, but I just loved their work and I think it's so important to touch on finding someone that is your style. I liked those more old school photos that I looked through of my parents' photo albums that were just really candid and Timeless. unique and black and white and blurry. Like we yeah. have so many blurry photos come back mm-hmm. and they shot film as well as digital. So we got a really big range of different photos and I loved their work. Cool. Do you have your photographer? I hope you have your photographer. Yeah, no, oh my no, gosh. I've got my photographer. <laughs> Kaz Richards is her name. So we have to do a little meet up so we can get used to each other. But loved her work. I can't yeah. wait to see your photos. Yes, yeah, I'm same. so excited. That'll be fun. Um, do you but, have a vibe? Uh, like romantic, timeless. Right. Yeah, like a little bit old school. I think maybe similar sort of vibes. I don't love super modern. Neither. Or like vogue like I don't really want it overly. Um, Exposed and yeah, no. edited. Yeah. Not but I guess everyone's different. Should we but jump yeah. in and talk to a photographer today? Yeah. How about we stop trying to be <laughs> professionals and let's talk to an actual person in the industry? So, Tay, as you know, we went out to our Adore Beauty community on socials and asked for their wedding horror stories. This is my favourite. I love this part. Same. These are my favourite segments. But we've had a ripper sent in apparently. I haven't listened to it, so let's roll. So my wedding disaster story, we were meant to get married in May of 2020 and a few weeks before it was meant to go ahead, that's when all the first lockdowns happened. So we ended up moving it to October and everything was okay after that. The day of the wedding, everything was going well. For the ceremony, my husband was waiting at the altar while all of the guests were at the bar eating and drinking. I was also waiting for them, like I was watching through a curtain behind there, waiting for everyone to go and sit down. I was so nervous, I was so upset. So everything was fine, we got through the ceremony and everything like that. It was reception time, it was time to cut the cake. So we cut the cake, sat down and was eating it. And then my brother's girlfriend at the time, who I had only met once, obviously had a few too many wines and she started throwing the cake at the guests. (sighs) and swearing and then she was throwing it at the staff and (laughs) all over the bar yeah it wasn't the best experience so some people spoke to her and I asked my brother to make her leave so yeah that's my story I would be asking my brother to break up with her I was gonna say surely they're not still together there's no coming (sighs) back from that 
you've only met this person once and they've done that. Plus, why would you throw a wedding cake? (laughs) I'm I'm still just trying to figure this out. So she has drank too much. Yeah. How does she even get her hands on the what before it's been cut? After it's been cut? No, so the cake had been cut. And she's just grabbing it off and she's plates. I don't know. Maybe there was no, you know what it might have been? You know how they have like roving desserts? Right. It might have been sitting cut up on a tray. Or like a, you know, like a dessert station. And she's just thought, yep, dodgeball time with the cake. If she is still <sighs> sitting at the table at Christmas. I know. That is a very committed brother. She deserves an award if she's made it through. There's no way I would be allowing her at Christmas lunch. Wow. The bride seemed very, very nice about it though. She did. I'm not so nice, but (laughs) that's okay. That's why no one threw cake at my wedding. I know. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. There's actually a Sandra Bullock movie. I've watched the start of it where she ends up in rehab, but the start of it, she goes to her sister's wedding and she gets really, really drunk yes. and she falls into the cake. Yes. Do you know what And she I'm makes a about? shocking speech. Yes. Yeah. Yes. What is the name of that? I can't remember that? what it's called. Anyway, we're diverting here, but. Yes. Yeah, it gave me that energy. Not ideal. That Note was such self, a good story. Keep your guests away from the cake. <laughs> and any new girlfriends <laughs> in the family or boyfriends. Oh, gosh. Merve Togan is the founder and creative director of Merve Togan. Merve and the team use photography to capture real moments in the most warm and authentic way. Welcome to the podcast. Hello. Very excited to be here. So how far out should you book your wedding videography and photography? Because I know that in wedding land, one year is like one month. So what would you say the general timeline should be? I would say a year is a good amount of time. And just as a general, I think a lot of the time, depending on the photographer and the videographer, whether they're a larger team, whether they're a smaller team, I think a year is a good amount of time. And I guess it would depend on the size of the team as well. Absolutely. I think, you know, in our instance where we're a smaller team, we get booked out quite far in advance. There's honestly been times where we've later on found out that the couple have actually booked us in before they've been engaged. Wow. Um, which is incredible. But at the same time, we're like, wow, oh my God, like things really do get booked far in advance. And, you know, in some instances as well, there've been times where the couple have booked us in, depending on our availability as well. And depending on what the venue has available, they've worked with ours as well. We love a good schedule, especially on a wedding day. What do you think is the sweet spot in terms of how long you would need to Mm. photograph each partner, the family? So before you even get to the ceremony as such. Hmm. I, I think as a general base, I think 45 minutes to an hour is a good amount of time, but it also really just depends on the type of wedding, whether it's more of a micro wedding, whether it's more of like a traditional larger wedding. But I think an hour is a good amount of time. 45 minutes is a good amount to start from. But about three weeks ago, we did a wedding where it was more of a traditional larger wedding. And the couple in the morning, they wanted to have family photos. There was a tradition where the groom side was picking up the bride and then they had like drummers and things like that. So we just went based on what they wanted us there for and they wanted us there for three hours. which was Pre-wedding. Pre-wedding, yeah. 
And, you know, we were like, yep, absolutely. We listened to our couples. We're like, this is the time that they want us there for. Let's do it. But in most cases, because we do more, I guess, intimate weddings where it's like 100 to 150 people, I would say an hour is a good amount of time. And you don't want to spend too much time in the morning because it could also then just become about the photos as such. Yeah. And I guess throw out your timeline as well. Now, one thing that I have on my mind for my wedding is the weather. Now, obviously we cannot control the weather, so you just got to let it happen. But Embrace it. Yeah, embrace it. It rained on my wedding day. It's good luck. Did it? That'll make me feel better. Yeah, Yeah, it's good luck. (laughs) Is it easier or I guess do you get better photos on cloudy days is this true or untrue true to a certain extent I think cloudy it's safer but I don't think it's also necessarily like you'll get the best picture with a cloudy day yeah I think it depends on so many different kind of variations of things you know weather of course is one the couple the wedding the moments is most importantly probably location as well if you're having a beach wedding it's not going to look amazing if there's a thunderstorm in the background (laughs) no absolutely (laughs) absolutely I think yeah it really just depends on like the day but cloudy option is like does it make it easier for you in terms of the light stays the same all day yeah that would help yeah instead of the sun coming in and out every two minutes yeah squinting as well yes like that is true if you (laughs) were to check the weather forecast and you as the photographer team coming in and saw that it was going to be raining would you be making suggestions to change locations if you thought that that probably wasn't a good idea yeah I would absolutely I think undercover is the safest umbrellas could look really nice in photos as well I mean, there's an element of like a magical moment with I'm just going to show everyone my um, background photo <laughs> this is a photo from my wedding and, and it is my is favorite photo yeah. and I'm talking it drizzled for two seconds and we got this clear umbrella out yeah and it ended up being the best photo of the day so there is an upside to an umbrella just don't go get a Bunnings yeah. one <laughs> <laughs> For anyone listening at home that wants to see this image, we'll pop it on our socials. I think, yeah, I think we'll check it out. I think you absolutely should. <laughs> now, if you're someone, and when I ask this question, I think of my brother. So he hates taking photos. He's just not the photos type of man. But if you have someone Sounds that- Sounds like my husband. Yeah. <laughs> that, you know, just feels awkward or uncomfortable or just is not into taking photos. Do you have any tips or I guess tricks, words of advice for them going into a wedding? Because there's just is so much photography. Well, it is one of the most unnatural things to have a camera right in your face, right? Like, yeah. It's one of those things where coming from someone that's also been married, both photographer and also being in the position of being a bride, it's not necessarily the most comfortable thing to have it's about I think just having that relationship with your photographer and your videographer and just you know having that kind of comfort level there to start off with but also at the same time just knowing that this is your wedding day and just to enjoy it to the best ability possible so yeah that would be one of the most important things just enjoy your day and your photographer your videographer will just be capturing all the magic that's happening I love that and I guess if you feel really awkward just look at your partner Yeah, you know, and I think a nice thing, if you are someone who does get a bit shy in front of the camera, you can always tell your photographer that you want candid shots. Yeah. So we had so many people that I knew were not going to participate in structured photos. Mm -hmm. So I just sort of said, look, these are the people who mean a lot to us. They're probably not going to want to pose for a photo. Can you get some really beautiful shots without them knowing? Yes. And they were some of the best shots from the day. 
I love that. So that's always an option. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I really like that. So in terms of prepping for the photos, do you suggest people find some inspo pictures? Social media is so prominent and there's so many photos now from everyone's wedding. Yeah. If I was to have found some photos before, does that make your life easier to then set up those photos or is that more a recipe for disaster? so I think it's always nice from a photographer's perspective to get those inspirational photos and once you know that you're drawn to a certain style that might also help you navigate whether that's the style that you want to go down the path of and you might find that as you're saving these photos you might be drawn to a certain photographer you know that might give you some guidance as to what exactly you want out of your photos and how you envision them as well. I'm trying to set up our house because Joey, my fiancé, is getting ready at our house. So what does he need, like an aftershave or like, you know, some sort of scent, cufflinks, shoes? For that flat lay photo. For that, yeah, flat you lay, know, yeah. Yeah. What, yeah. Like what do you actually need? Maybe not a dirty pair of jocks. <laughs> yeah. <for sure>. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> no, definitely not that. The socks with the holes in them. <laughs> Well, it depends if you want that. Sometimes people don't want that. Yeah. And then sometimes they do. Most of the time, I think once they see, they're like, oh, actually, this is really nice. I think I might put some effort into it. Aftershave, your bow tie, if you're having a bow tie, cufflinks, anything that's sentimental that you might want to also have photographed as well, your invitations, whatever's really important to you. But I think that's a really good kind of base and your shoes as well. I think on the day, the photographer just kind of grabs stuff and chucks it into the photo anyway. Okay, that's as long as there's things around. Yeah, Yeah. I'll have them in a little box or something. That's exactly what happens. Don't don't you sit there the night before (laughs) setting it up. (laughs) Knowing myself, I probably would. Oh, that's hilarious. Okay, not specifically professionally focused, but do you have any tips on how to take the perfect selfie? Oh, I haven't actually seen this done before. Yeah. But funnily enough, I actually came across a real like a few weeks ago where the bride and groom had taken a selfie right after their ceremony and it must have been when they had just finished their vows and everything else and they literally just got their phone and turned around and took a photo with their guests, which I think is a really nice opportunity. That's cute. That's really good unless you're the sort of person that's like, wait, 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 I didn't like that. Let's go again. (laughs) (laughs) Then it becomes a pain in the ass. That would be me. (laughs) Yeah, it has to be a one and done job. Yeah. (laughs) Well, talking about the perfect photo, I think especially these days there's that one photo moment when you are now pronounced whatever, kiss, that's the moment you want to capture, right? How do you ensure that that doesn't look like an awkward kiss? Mm, yes because I've kissed my husband before and there's been noses all over the shop like he has a big nose it gets in the way (laughs) there's been (laughs) photos where it's like one person's head's covering the camera how do we work around this is it a practice in the mirror kind of moment I actually did practice this with Lucas and I know my side profile I don't really love my I don't think any woman does (laughs) that's true actually it's it's one of those awkward kind of things where you know you either have it or you don't like I don't know anyway so we ended up practicing a little bit and he was like what are we doing so have a little practice run have a little practice yeah I would say I always feel like if I get dipped my neck goes really stiff (laughs) I've noticed that holding your body weight in your neck yeah I just like really (laughs) stiffen up so I'm gonna have to practice like a bit of a dip moment we did practice dips yeah because we had a dip in our dance yes so 
I always thought a dip was done very differently to how a dip is done. So maybe YouTube it. Yeah, can you show me, man? I'll show you. Yeah. I'll do it with you after. Can you tutorial me? Okay. <laughs> You've got to really, re- like, you can't be the person holding. You have to fully relax. So let Otherwise, you look so awkward. I think that's what I do. Yeah. I try and do a plank. No, don't hold your body weight up. Mm. Like, you have to let go and trust them, which is terrifying. Okay. But it pays off. Okay. So I've been told my photo didn't pay off. <laughs> oh, well, this is a good hack for anyone listening at home. Relax. Relax and let your partner hold you Just in there. Unless it. your partner's not that strong and you don't trust them, then maybe don't relax. Yeah. <laughs> maybe you guys can do like a few gym sessions before. Yes. Yes. A quick pump. Yeah. What's your favourite photo when it comes to the wedding day? Is it the first kiss, the first dance, the father-daughter dance? What is the magic shot for you? Oh, I think it's the first time the couple see each other. I think first looks are really beautiful. If people are wanting to do a first look, that first moment where they see each other and those beautiful moments where those facial expressions of seeing one another for the first time is really beautiful. The raw reaction. Mm. Yeah. Do you think your partner's going to cry? I don't know. I feel like I'm going to write him a really nice letter in the morning and give it to him. I did that. didn't do anything. Oh, really? (laughs) Damn it. I'd be surprised if he cried during the ceremony. I really didn't think Nathan would cry. Yeah. And I got him good. (gasps) Like there was tears. Uh, It was was great. I was just about to say that. You (laughs) will be surprised. I think you'll be surprised. I think it's also the pressure of everyone staring at you. Yeah. And this adrenaline rush and it's all this emotion and maybe he wasn't crying over how beautiful I looked, but he definitely cried and I'll take it. Oh, (laughs) did you both cry? (laughs) Yes. I was bawling my eyes out. Yeah. 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 I don't think I'll, oh, I'm I so didn't cry. I got all the way to the chapel, no tears, was given beautiful gifts that were very sentimental that should have cracked me, nothing. Walked in, opened the doors, floodgates. But you know what? We're probably yeah. crying from relief. That's what it was. It was like, oh, my God, I'm here. here. I'm here. I don't have to organise. <laughs> it's, it's worked. Everyone's here on time. Yeah. We're good. I might cry from relief. It's a stress release. Yeah. Do and it. then maybe that makes them cry, seeing yeah. you cry. I think also when they start saying their vows. Mm. So have a photographer there ready to capture the vows because that's when you get them. Absolutely, yeah. Now, it doesn't have to be, you know, one of your clients or anything like that, but you have been around a lot of weddings and you would have heard a lot of wedding stories. Do you have any horror stories that you can share with us? Do you know anyone that's ever not saved it to a memory card and then not had photos for the bride? (laughs) Or lost the memory I'd card. I hope not. No, I haven't heard anything, but I'd hope not at the same time. I know time. a story. Oh, tell it. <laughs> Come on then. One, one of my good girlfriends is a photographer and she'd be fine saying this because she put it all over her socials as well. Oh, my goodness. But it was sort of a farm wedding, so a lot of land to cover. She did all the photos with the bride and groom and then came back and she was uploading them all while they were doing formalities and didn't need to take photos at like everyone was eating and things like that. So she was popping most of the photos on to her laptop to then go back in and capture all the first dance and everything like that. She then realised she was missing the main memory card. It had to be at the venue. However, they took photos in, I'm talking vineyards, hillsides, mud. Like she was vomiting at the front of the venue from being so stressed, crying, distraught, like I've ruined this woman's wedding. She 
had a guest come up to her and be like, is everything okay? She explained the situation. They had a flashlight in their car. She searched the entire venue until she had to go back in, told the groom. The groom then said, you know what? We're not going to tell her. We're just going to, I've got this. We're just going to keep going. Take photos of what you can now. Yeah. She found the memory card. <gasps> oh, what a relief. Right before. So she did all the photos, went in, put on a brave face, then went back out when like her role was done for the night yeah. and searched for another two hours and found in the long grass a memory card. Goodness me. So oh disaster but averted. Yeah. That's a real That's inspo a story. Yeah. 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 Don't quit. Keep looking. <laughs> and all the photos were on the memory card. They were. Yeah. So they were the couple photos where you go off right after your ceremony and get those really staged photos, mm. which, of course, are usually your favourites. <laughs> oh, my gosh. The panic. I know. The panic. I know. She did well to find it. Yeah. <gasps> she did so well. Well, thanks for our disaster story, No worries. I'll, I'll take one for the show. <laughs> <laughs> Merve, thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you. We loved having you on. If anyone wants to see Merve's amazing work, you can just head to our episode notes where everything that you need to see will be listed. So for this week's episode of Shit They Didn't Tell You, my bridesmaids, I have to say, they're killer. They're 10 out of 10, ace. They said to me, I've got a spare phone for you, one that no one is using. Amazing. And they said all you need to do is organise a speaker, which they know I've got. So there's just going to be a dedicated phone for good vibes and music. See, I think this is where I went wrong. Mm. I really went down the path of beautiful love songs that were soft and calm, but the vibe died. Oh, Like I'm talking, it was <laughs> like we were at a morgue. It was very, everyone's got tears running down their faces, sad music. Some people like, this was played at a funeral. I'm like, oh, fantastic. Oh. It was very <laughs> baseline. There was no energy. There was no uplifting. So I think if I was to go back and do that again, mm-hmm. I would have someone make me a playlist. But I love that your bridesmaids have done it because that would be the last thing on your mind yeah. the day of your wedding. Well, I don't actually think that they've made the playlist, but if I ask them to, they probably will. But just having that dedicated phone because so many times someone's phone will be on and then they have to grab it and then it's awkwardly silent. Of course. If you could do it again, what would be your top three bangers? Wow, okay. I'd probably go Sign Seal Delivered. That was our walk out of the chapel song and that has a great vibe. Like yep, it is agreed. fully up and about, you're mm-hmm. dancing, you're in it. Shania Twain, Man I Feel Like Woman, on cue. Mm-hmm. And, ooh. oh, Harry Styles, of course. Why did oh. I even have to question that? It would just be anything by Harry Styles. Yep, you're a Styles. My baby. other husband. Oh, that's beautiful. What would you pick? Beyonce. What? I'm single. No, no, not single ladies. Maybe Beyonce crazy in love. Gorgeous. Mm, love that. Yeah. I really vibe with her Not energy. gold digger? No, not gold digger. I wish I was a gold digger. <laughs> Don't we all? I wish I was married for money. <laughs> I do know, like, as a makeup artist, I actually have a little mini speaker with me that I bring just in case the vibes are off in the morning <laughs> and it's silent in there. I'll just, like, slowly put some music on. So... I would say that is just one to think about if you want to set the vibes up right. Another thing is steam dresses the night before. Don't leave that for the morning of. You're not going to have time. Yeah, and you don't want a watermark either. Yeah, if there is a disaster, what are you going to do at 2 p.m. on the day? You're not going to be doing anything about it. You're just going to be walking down with a stain. So that is one thing. And the other thing is if you're looking to save time in the morning or the day of, try and get everything that your photographer needs out 
ready to go. As Merve mentioned earlier, we know what we need to have out. Have it all ready to go so that you're not running around like a headless chook the morning of. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of Bride to Be. If you want more info on anything we discussed today, feel free to check out the episode notes or slide into Adore Beauty's DMs. If you don't want to miss a beat, be sure to subscribe in your podcast app to be notified when we drop our next app. If you liked what you heard today, be sure to leave us a review and a five-star rating. And of course, don't forget to share this with anyone in your world that you think would like to listen. See you next time.